Hey, it's Josh Cohen from the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Garrett, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! In order for the magic to work, you have to truly believe in the magic. Hey, Magic fans, and uh, welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts podcast of the Orlando Magic UK. I'm Paul, host for this week. As always, I'm joined by my uh, brothers in optimism, Mike and Garant. G, how are you doing? Very well, thank you, mate. Uh, optimistic for the uh, start of the season. We've only got two weeks to go, so uh, yeah, let's go. Mate, nice, nice, like it. Uh, Mikey, how are you doing? Obviously, still very happy at uh, giving Leeds a bashing on uh, Yeah, I wasn't going to bring Sunday. that up, but now you've reminded me. And uh, the Raiders uh, 1-0 to start the season, so I'm a happy boy this weekend. And of course, G, your boys, Cardiff, were just uh, 14 miles down the road from me this weekend, be- beating Forest. I know, I'm disappointed you didn't attend the game, mate. Especially uh, the Cardiff I've got a dog in the fight there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're all right. You're good, Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, all good, man. Excellent, all good. Excellent, excellent. So let's uh, get straight to it um with some magic news roundup uh first of all magic have signed veteran guard etwan moore uh on a one-year 2.6 million deal 32 year olds returning for his second stint in orlando having played 154 games from 2012 to 2014 gee what's your thoughts on that mate yeah happy with that um you know we needed to fill out the roster and he's a, a a great you know veteran backup um, I think he's got, what, 10 seasons in the NBA, played for a number t- number of teams. Um, he, he's he got good stats. I was just having a little look. And the two years he had with the Magic were probably the second and third worst of those. Um, so he's gradually got better every year. Uh, for his career, you know, he's shooting 45% from the field, 38 from three. Um, so he's probably got a lot to offer to, to mentor the, the young guys, you know, Suggs, Fultz, Anthony, Hampton. Um, just you know, giving them a bit of advice, staying in their in their ear, getting them to the right spots, defensive rotations, whatnot. So I I suspect he'll be a bit like Brook Lopez, uh, not Brook Lopez, Robin Lopez, uh, who's been great on Twitter by the way, hasn't he? Yeah. Have you seen have you seen him? Um, so no, he he'll be getting some minutes, um, but he's more that locker room veteran uh, to bring the kids along, you know, keep them focused and. Uh, and ready to play. So, no, I, I think that's a great sign-in uh, for, for what we, we got him for. So, uh, no, welcome back to Etuan. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, um, when you sent it through on the on our WhatsApp group that we signed it, my first reaction was, why? And then, you know, you, okay, better have a look at this. And exactly what you've just said, exactly what you've just said. I think if I could, I, I was very close to actually deleting that tweet from, uh, sorry, that message to you guys. For, for everybody I thought I'd try and get rid of that but uh, <laughs> I left it there left it there so uh, moving on we've also uh, signed Jeff Doughton Hassani Gravett I can't believe I've got this bit and John Tesk to fill out uh, the training camp roster all three featured in the for the Magic in the NBA Summer League and likely end up playing for the Lakeland in G League this season and then we've also added a couple more names to round out Jamal Mosley's coaching staff. So Bruce Kreuzer, I don't know, uh, Dylan Murphy, uh, who were both part of Steve Clifford's staff uh, last season, will be returning. Uh, add the names to Nate Tibbetts, Jesse Mermace, Joel Osbert, 
No, sorry, is that Dale? Dale. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Hey, I tell you what, I really should have put my glasses on, shouldn't I? Brett Brymeyer uh, and Lionel Chalmers. And uh, Josh Robbins has also reported that it's possible the Magic will name one or more people to the staff in player development roles. Uh, we also mentioned previously that Courtney Lee as uh, one of those names, just not been made official as far as we're aware. So, Mikey, apart from my pronunciation, what's your thoughts? Uh, I think it's good that they brought two coaches back. Uh, a bit of continuity for the young players. Um, Bruce Kreutzer is supposed to be a good shooting coach. Um, and obviously some of these young players will need that. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of changes to come this season. Um so we'll we'll see what happens, but I think it's difficult to to nail down what co- the, the especially the assistant coaches do on a day to day basis in terms of their their roles within within the the coaching staff. So hey, it's all about development, um, and and the Magic have invested heavily in that this season, this off season, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Now this week, as uh, part of our ongoing look at the uh, Eastern Conference teams, we're going to be joined by. Uh, the Chicago Bulls and the Toronto Raptors representatives. Uh, so we'll be getting to those in a moment. Really looking forward to the, doing that and talking about their their hopes and aspirations for the season. But first, um, I'm going to revisit the Jalen Suggs jersey giveaway. Mikey, just run us through it, mate, please. Yep. So, so our friends from the NBA Store EU and Fanatics UK are giving away a a Jalen Suggs jersey to one winner. Uh, all you need to do is two things: subscribe to our YouTube channel, which currently is at three hundred and nine. So we're gradually gradually getting towards the five hundred mark. Um, so when we get to five hundred, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, comment on one of our last videos, which was looking at the twenty twenty one. 22 season schedule um, and just leave a comment below in that video basically telling us who you're looking forward to seeing play for the magic this season um, and you'll get entered into the prize draw it doesn't matter where you live in the UK the US in Europe anywhere you can you can get involved so uh, yeah get involved and put your hat your name in the hat we are now joined by uh, Jimmy Zink of uh, UK Chicago Bulls Jimmy how you doing yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, how are you guys? Very well, mate. Thanks for coming on. We genuinely appreciate this. It's uh, nice to talk a bit of basketball with a fellow fan. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's much appreciated. But, uh, mate, before we go any further, just tell us about the uh, Bulls fandom that you have and uh, how you became a Bulls fan in the first place and uh, what you do with the Bulls account. Well, it's a bit of a long story, my one. Um, I was into the I was into basketball because of my older cousin back in the 90s and uh, he was a big Michael Jordan fan and hence Chicago Bulls fan so me being a young kid just followed suit really copied him Um, and then I just stopped watching the game for whatever reason I don't even remember why it was like back in the sort of early 2000s it's probably even the late 90s 2000s sort of that around that sort of time Um, football just took over my life really so I was banging to that but uh I only got back into the game, uh, it would have been, God, about six years ago now, I think, five or six years ago. The, my first season back was uh, with the Free Alphas when we uh, when we just signed, excuse me, Dwayne Wade and Rajan Rondo. And of course, we had Jimmy Butler. Uh, and when I got back into it, I kind of felt like I had a free reign to pick any team I wanted because I hadn't followed it for so long. 
And I just found myself just sort of leaning towards the balls. It was just, it was almost like it was still there, you know? So that, that was it really. I just started following them uh, with all the hype they had that year. <laughs> Along every year I've had since. So it's been, <laughs> it's been pretty miserable since I got back to say the least, but Mate, you're talking to magic. Well, fans. yeah, you guys know all about that. I'm sure, but it's, I'm more, more into it now than I ever was before. I mean, I was a lot younger before, so I'm only 37 now. So uh, I just absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So, and, and, yeah, just lent towards the ball, so stuck with it, really. So that's that. How did the account come about then, mate? Uh, so the guys at NBA UK fans asked, well, it was uh, Rich and G-Shack, at the t- uh, sorry, Bryn and G-Shack, and they asked me and the other two Riches sort of if we would help out. So we both sort of done that. Uh, we all done that, sorry. And I just really enjoyed that side of it. But a lot of what I wanted to say was, of course, balls-related. And on there, obviously, we've got to keep it a lot more, less buyer, should I say. Um, <laughs> but there was a guy that started a Bulls account. He was a bit hot and cold with it. And then he just sort of fell off a cliff. So I chatted with the lads and I just sort of started this one up. It's a bit anonymous, really, when I started it because I didn't know how it was going to go. And then I spoke with the other lads and said, like, it was me. But if you had a problem, like, if it sort of overlapped or whatever, then I would stop or what have you. But they were good as gold. They've been really supportive, to be fair, with me doing both. So um, I just wanted, obviously, you guys have got a really successful social media accounts and uh, Dan from Miami Heat has as well. well there's a few of them now. There's lo- loads now. Um, but at the time, there wasn't a balls one. And that's why I say there was. There was a couple that had tried and sort of just dropped off, just got fed up with it, really. Not that there was too much to be excited about. But uh, I just wanted one where it was going to be a bit more consistent and actually someone put everything into it like it deserved, like I felt it deserved. So I just started it off, off the cuff. And, um, yeah, it's been, I've loved it, absolutely loved it. It's, it's taken up way more time than it should. Um don't get don't get much work done when I'm when I'm on it now, but uh, yeah, I love it. It's you great. Fun. Stick on there as well, haven't you? For your uh, crying video you put up a few weeks back. <laughs> yeah, well, I had there was. <laughs> There's two videos that went massive. One of them I'd done a jersey one. I don't know if you saw that where I was taking off all this, and I got so much stick. Oh, you've not got a Derek Rose jersey, rah rah rah. I have now, for the record, but. What people didn't realise was, of course, when I come, I never actually followed the game when Derek Rose was a Chicago Bull because I come my first year back to it was when he had just gone. So I get it. Obviously, I've watched it all back and I understand how great he was and obviously a Chicago hero and everything else. But people didn't understand that side of it. So I got, I mean, I got some awful DMs just for not having a Derek Rose jersey. It's crazy. I was like, I need to go and buy one to stop this happening again. Um, and then obviously, yeah, that one where I was crying, obviously that was a bit of, you yeah. know, just a bit of a laugh. And everyone knows I was a massive Larry Marketing fan and a few people messaged me and, and said, oh, we need a reaction video. And I, I, I'd actually, I'd already made one before he'd gone because we all knew it was coming. So I'd actually, I had the house to myself because I thought I'm not doing that with anyone around. <laughs> I didn't tell anyone I'd done it and I just set it all up and done it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was a bit of fun, but God, I got some stick for it. And yeah, but it, I, I'm all right. I'm all right with it. I don't take myself seriously. So it's all good. Mate, mate, it makes a nice change from shirt burning that you see with Mate, home. that costs too much money. Why on earth would you burn them? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I'm, this is quite a funny story, you said. Most people may have burnt it. 
Um, I got someone in touch because I've got every Bulls Lowry Markkinen jersey except the White City one because it was never available over here. And I contacted the Madhouse store in Chicago, but they wanted like whatever the jersey was plus more than that for the shipping. So I didn't do it in the hope it would be available over and it never was and I really regretted it. Well, I had a guy DM me to say, I've got one. He's in, um, I think he's in Canada. He bought it when he was in Chicago and I've actually bought it off him and it's coming over. So I'm, I must be the only person that is desperate for a jersey after the player's gone. I'm an absolute idiot, I know, but yeah, I need, I need, I needed it. I needed it to complete the collection. So, so what's that, Jim? Ten, ten marketing jerseys. I think that will be ten, yeah, in total, yeah, with the Finland one. But um, I actually had his uh, his agent DM me um, the day it went out, and uh, he said, "Oh, I love your video. So did Lowry. Uh, If ever you get to Cleveland, let us know, and we'll hook you up." So. Oh, that's I'm not. Mate. I'm not that's planning on going to Cleveland, like Joe Kim Noah says. Nobody goes to Cleveland on vacation, but you know, maybe when I'm over there, I might try and tie it in when I eventually do get over there. Tie it in with a Cleveland road game and and maybe do that on the way back or something. Say Cle- Cle- Cleveland. Yeah, Boston, yeah, that'd be, be good. Way to do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Boston. What Cleveland, that? Chicago. But I, I also would like to do yeah. Madison Square Garden as well. But I don't know. We get. I want to get to Chicago first. Yeah. So I've not been yet, so. That, that's that's the most important one. But Excellent. yeah, might have to stop off at Cleveland on, on the way now. So how how satisfied <laughs> one day. or disappointed were you with last season for the Bulls? I was really disappointed. Yeah, um, I'm I'm an optimist, but I, I also believe I'm a realist. But the Chicago Bulls have made me doubt whether I am a realist or not because. Uh, every year I've said, or the last couple of years I've said, oh yeah, we're definitely getting the playoffs this year and. It's just not happened again. Uh, when we signed Vooch from you guys, I mean, for me, that was it. That was absolutely nailed on. Playoffs, 100%. At least the play-in. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, it's just a disaster, really. Just an absolute disaster. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, we weren't great before him, to be fair. So... <laughs> So how happy were you with the Bulls off-season moving on? Just take us through, you know, what you've done. And, I'm uh, buzzing. I'm buzzing with what they've done. I yeah. can't... I'm not sure how they've done it. Mm. Um, we sort of got rid of a lot of our picks. Obviously, you you had one of them and uh, we gave one well, to... you thought you had it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that broadcast oh, was the funniest yeah. thing I've seen. <laughs> that, was, uh, that, was, that was crazy. But I thought... Because why did they not just put our, uh, your badge on it, sorry, uh, yeah. our badge on it, sorry, our logo on it? That would have made a lot more sense. It was a bit confusing. But, um, yeah, Vincent Goodwill, obviously, they uh, he over-celebrated just that one a bit. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, what they've done this off-season is mad. I mean, so they, they gave a pick to you guys for Vooch and they gave a first round to uh, San Antonio for the Rosen as well. But now they've got one back for Markinen, which is uh, the, uh, I think, I believe it's the Portland pick, but it's lottery protected. But if Dame stays, let's be honest, they, sh- they should be in the playoffs next year. So we should have a first two first round picks next, next off season as well. So I don't know how they've done what they've done when the cap space wasn't there. There was so much going against it and... 
in my in my opinion, they've had an amazing off season, and I know a lot of the so called experts have disagreed. But mm. oh, the uh, Rosen's not a fit, mate. The I think people forget how good he is. You know, probably not many people watched Spurs games last year. Let's be honest, but the Rosen's a brilliant player, a brilliant player. Like he's a legit, you know, borderline all star. So now we've got three legit borderline all stars. You know, two of them were all stars this year, just gone. And DeRozan could easily be again. I'm not saying they all will because it's difficult to get all you know three all stars in one team, as we know. But you know they're all legit top quality players. And then obviously we've got uh, Caruso, which I love that signing. I'm a massive Caruso fan. I absolutely love what he does. Obviously the Lakers love him, uh, so that, that's another little bonus that we got took him away from them. I know you guys are all love the Lakers, don't you? So. To be honest, like a hole in the head. Off off air, off air. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've got too much city. (laughs) But no, I think with with the moves we have made, I think a lot of people have almost forgotten how good Vooch is as well, and we actually got Vooch, which is kind of. I know it wasn't the off season, but it was in preparation going into next year. I, I yeah, I'm buzzing, really excited, and I just hope that I don't be made to look a fool again. Okay, mate. Well, I've got when when I did our article about um, each team's ins and outs and whatever and starting lineups, I'd gone with your potential. Staff I was just about to say I didn't even mention Lonzo. Lonzo yeah, so that's another story. Guard. Yeah, uh, yeah, mate. Zach Levine is shooting guard. Yeah, DeRozan small forward. Yep. Yeah. Pat, Pat Williams at power forward. Yeah, I think that's going to be Boosh the team, yeah. At centre. So, yeah. So, mate, with that starting lineup, and as you've said, Caruso, and you've got a lot of depth when you go through it. How, uh, what's your well, I think the starting five is, is really, really good. I know a lot of people are questioning the fit with uh, DeRozan and Zach, but I, 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 I'm really hopeful that it's going to work. I... I think when you look at the East, you've got, for me anyway, you've got uh, Brooklyn and Milwaukee. They're the two sort of, they're in a league of their own, really. After that, I think it's pretty open and a lot of people raving about Miami. I I think, yeah, Miami may be great, but who knows? knows? I I don't think they're going to be as nailed on as people or a lot of people expect. The Sixers, who knows what's happening with them? So I... (laughs) I honestly think we could finish between four and six. And if you offered me six now, I would I would bite your hand off for it. Okay. But I think four is, is really optimistic, yeah. I know. But I think it's also realistic. We may, we may finish eighth and go out and not even win the playoffs. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> oh. hey, hey. I'm going to take it once. I'm going to take it one step further, then, mate. How close to the, how close do you feel this squad is to recapture championship? The Bulls' former glory. No, I, I don't think we're. I don't. Yeah, I don't how think close do you think we're close at all? To be honest, what? I think this is this okay. is the right track, and it's as much as they probably could have done now. But I think as great as Zach is, and I think he's proved how how good he is. He's not. I keep saying on Twitter, he is a superstar, but he's not in that Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. He's not in that league. And I think you need one of them players 
Giannis, Giannis, you know, you need one of them players, in my opinion, to get the championship. Uh, so I think if we if, if we were to do it, we would need a, an, an absolute superstar in the next next off season or probably 2023. I don't know. I, I don't think I, I think anyone talking about the Bulls going for a title are kidding themselves, to be honest. What have the Bulls got left in terms of assets, in terms of draft picks? Uh, well, we've got two firsts next year. We've got our own first, and as I say, it's, yeah. I think it's Portland's okay. first. We've got the year after. You guys have got our first, haven't you? Um, so yeah, there's a, we've got a lot of seconds. I think we got back as well, but I don't. Think there's a massive amount. But you've got some draft capital and good players that you can. We've got a little bit there, if need be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, let, let's say Zach and and uh, DeRozan didn't work, then you know. A lot of teams will take the rose, and I'm sure. But I, I hope it doesn't come to that. I, I love the, what we've done, um, and I, I'm, I'm buzzing. I mean, if nothing else, we'll be a fun team to watch next year. So, yeah, yeah. And listen, I, I really hope we make the playoffs because I think even the playing for me would would be a bit of a failure. Um, but if, you know, if we got to the playing and then got into the playoffs, then I, I would take that. Still, don't get me wrong, but. I think we've got to be looking at a worst case six seed. That that's my opinion. Otherwise, I think it is a bit of a failure with the players we've got. Yeah, Jim, your love for Lowry Markin, and you've already touched upon it. How I know you're really, really disappointed. Um, but will you keep an eye out on his? You know, uh, you know how he does at Cleveland, and um, were you happy with the return that the Bulls got? You're going to make me cry again, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. Um, yeah, listen, I, I was gutted. I was gutted he left. Of course, I was. I'm a big fan of his. It didn't work for him. He didn't didn't quite get to where I I believed he would, and I, I still believe he will be a very good player. Um, I'll be honest with you, the type of player I expect him to be is 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 Nikola Vucevic. That's this kind of exactly what I expected marketing to be. Uh, but it just didn't pan out. There's so many reasons. He, he had a lot of injuries. I don't think Jim Boylan helped matters, but uh, I think what we got in return, I, th- I was shocked, to be honest. I didn't think they were going to get anywhere near what they got back because, let's be honest, his trade value was rock bottom, really. You know. Um, so, yeah, for what they got back, I'm, I'm really surprised. Uh, and, yeah, I absolutely yeah, I will be following him. Uh, at the Cavs, I won't, I'm not saying I'm going to be watching a lot of Cleveland basketball, but I'll certainly keep an eye on it. And uh, yeah, I, I want him to do well. I really do. A lot of Bulls fans are sort of saying, "Oh, you know, to hell with him or whatever else." But I like the guy. I, you know, I want to see him succeed. So I just hope he doesn't. I just hope he doesn't go off too much against us. Uh, 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 Jimmy, I've got to be honest. I feel the same with Vooch. He's, he's left us, but mm. I hope the guy does well. Yeah, I think I, you just I really want to see you know, the guy do well. Some Bulls fans are saying, "Well, he, you know, he abused us. He didn't want to be here anymore. He didn't actually say anything bad. He enjoyed being in Chicago. His family enjoyed being there. It just run its course, and it's you know that's fair. He said he didn't want to. Mm. He wanted. He thought it was best for him and the team if he went elsewhere, which is which is honest. And as much as I love him, I absolutely think it is the best for for the team and for him. I really do. So, I, you know, I wish him all the best. Yeah, of course. So we've talked about Lonzo Ball and DeRozan sort of being added to this Bulls roster. How much do you think they've moved the needle? 
And what's your concerns about the defensive end? Because that's something that a lot of people are talking about. Yes, I think they've moved the needle massively. Uh, Lonzo will be, I didn't mention him earlier, <laughs> crazy, but Lonzo, I'm, I'm really excited about that signing. I, I just think his playmaking for, for Zach and for DeRozan and for Vooch uh, is going to be... Mate. I was just going it's to going to be on unbelievable. That. Honestly, I I mean, Zach's now not going to have to worry about bringing the ball up. He's not going to have to carry everything. Uh, I'm 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 so excited about that. I really am. Yeah, buzzing, absolutely buzzing for that. Uh, yeah, sorry, I, mean, I forgot the other part of the question. Sorry, Mikey. Yeah, and and, and the defensive end of the ball. How, oh yeah, have of you course. Got any concerns yeah. about that? Because I'll be honest, I'm not as concerned as a lot of people are, are saying. Um, Zach's not as bad a defender as people make out. I'm not saying he's a above average defender by any means, but he's also not a non-existent defender. He's he's improved that side of his game. It's funny with Zach because when we got him, it was like, oh, Zach's just a dunker. Zach Levine can only dunk. And then he's proved that he can do everything else offensively. And then it's like, well, he can't defend. It's like people just look to hate, don't they? So listen, I'm not saying he's a great defender, not by any stretch of the imagination, but He's not a terrible defender. Look what he done for the USA. Kevin Durant come out and actually commented on his de- defense. So if Kevin Durant's not just going to say that for the sake of it, is he? You know. So yeah. I- I'm not too worried. We've got we've got great defense off the bench. Obviously Lonzo Lonzo will defend. Lonzo's a good defender starting on it. Pat Pat Williams is is a solid defender, and he's only going to get he's only going to get Caruso. better this year. That's a, and coming off the bench, yeah, Caruso. Um, and then you've got the new guys who they've brought in. You know they're all solid defenders, so I'm not, I'm not worried at all about about the defensive side, to be honest. Jimmy, thanks ever so much for joining us, mate. We genuinely appreciate it. Um, before we do send you packing on your way, right, would you do a little plug for yeah, you? Yeah, of course. You, it's where it's we simply can find just you, at UK Chicago Bulls uh, Twitter and Instagram. But to be honest, the Instagram's not as not as lively as I want it to be. I keep saying I'm going to change that soon. So hopefully I'll get a chance to actually put a bit more time into that. But uh, yeah, obviously I'll give a shout out to the uh, NBA UK fans boys as well, which is M- at NBA underscore UK fans. So I'm sure most yeah. people will be following them. But if you're not, put that right, wrong right and go and do that. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Well, thanks ever so much for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed it, Paul. Thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, it's been good fun. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. We're now joined by uh, Matt Shearer from Raptors Fans UK. Matt, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for uh, having me along. Mate, thanks for coming on. We well appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's good to talk uh, a bit of Tampa Bay basketball as was recently. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, we, do, we don't talk I about that. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like you guys. You are my favourite fan group for despite the banter for a few years back, AG. But, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't go, to the, don't go there. End of the day, laugh. mate. You've, there may be banter, but you had the last laugh, <laughs> didn't you? You had the last laugh over us. But yes, mate. So, Matt, will you just talk us through your Raptors fandom and uh, you know how you became Raptors fan and uh, what you do with the uh, Raptors UK account fan? Okay. I grew up playing basketball um, from ooh, 14 years old. I'm now 38. Um, yeah, started playing basketball, naturally got into the NBA around the time of Jordan. So I was a Bulls fan to begin with. And then all my, te- all, 
all my teammates and that they all picked their own individual teams and everybody wanted to be a bit different. And the balls was already taken, other teams already be taken, and I had that ninety five, ninety six Panini sticker album. And at the beginning they had yeah. two shiny. So you know when you're a kid, you love the shiny stickers. They had um uh, the Grizzlies and they had the Raptors, which kinda of made sense. I had um family roots, I'm a um a dual citizen for Canada. Uh, so I thought, oh, one of these is going to be a perfect choice. So I went with the logo I thought was the best, and that was the Raptors. Um, it's gone on from there, really. Uh, yeah, never really thought that we'd win a championship. I just thought, you know, it'd always be the same. And eventually that day came, and I still pinch myself thinking I'm dreaming. But, yeah, um, obviously got involved with um, doing the social media accounts. And that was mainly because I, me and my mate Ben, we were just plaguing our timelines on Facebook with Raptor stuff and people just didn't appreciate it. So we thought, hmm, I wonder if there's anybody else out there that might be interested in this team as well. And so happens there are, you know, not a huge amount, not as many as Orlando, but, you know, there are some people out there that will, are interested in what we have to say as such. So, hey, Matt, yeah. how... Aren't you glad you picked the Raptors and not the Grizzlies? Can you imagine? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think it definitely um, chose the right choice there. I think you did, mate. Cool. Um, so, how satisfied were you with the with last season? I know you were in Tampa, etc. Didn't have the, probably the best season, you know, as expected. But how did it go for you? Yeah. So, I think satisfied is kind of the wrong word, really. Um, dissatisfied um, nails it though um, they did have I would say they had the toughest season of any team really being the only team to play their entire season on the road um, you know obviously based in Tampa um, due to Canada's travel restrictions um, where even our home crowd booed us or you know cheered for the opposite team so that, that's got to be tough um, it's had to be tough on the players um, having to adjust to a new life, uh, new surroundings, and hoping that their families can settle in the new environment as well. Um, yeah. Despite, you know, it's a lot warmer in Florida, so that's probably the only advantage, I would say, um, over in Canada. But, you know, finishing 27 and 45 and failing to make the playoffs for the first since 2013, you know, that's mm. tough. Um, you know, that was the beginning when Kyle and um, DeMar started, really. And I think it was the year we first um, drafted T. Ross um, and yeah. really won the stand-up contest. So, so. But, yeah, it's a long time. So it's, it hurt. And I've kind of kind of tried to block this. You know, I was saying to Brian the other day, I haven't really – I've kind of taken a time out from basketball for a bit just to get <laughs> over this and – start afresh as the Toronto <laughs> Raptors again and forget all about Tampa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it did, really. And, you know, they they weren't awful, um, despite the record. They they had a lot of games which were, they were very unlucky and fell short. Um, so it was obviously visible that they struggled to close out games in the fourth, um, which, matter they could have gone the other way and we might have done a bit better, but it is what it is. Um, we had issues at centre, um, having lost two great bigs in Gasol and Ibaka. And Aaron Baines was an experiment that didn't pay off. 
Um, it did give the chance to people like Chris Boucher to shine and Ken Birch, who we yeah. fired off you later on. Um, you know, he averaged over seven rebounds a night in his 18 games there. So I'm looking forward to him next season. Um, but yeah, disappointing. But I'd say the biggest issue was COVID really, not Tampa so much. We we started off a bit rocky and teething issues, adjusting to that life. And then we managed to fight back and we got with a, well, one game over 500. And then COVID struck and we went downhill from there really. Uh, we had like Siakam, OG, Bambleet. They're all out for numerous games and it affected about five of our coaching staff as well. So it was a big thing to recover from and eventually kind of went into tank mode, yeah. really. So can you take us through the Raptors off-season, Matt? And are you happy with, with what they've done? I'm a car, massive Carl Lowry fan. So. <laughs> there you go. Great. You're talking yeah, to three people that absolutely <laughs> no. cannot stand him. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mr. <laughs> flopping. Yeah, yeah. Flopping. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to be entirely happy about it, but I'm hopeful that it could be a start of a new era for the Raptors. Um, we Our off-season expectations, um, you know, kind of went wrong early on because we were clearing out a lot of space to hopefully land Yanis. Um, Masai fancied his chances there being quite close to him and you know I think a lot of Raptors fans thought maybe there was a fighting chance there but you know fortunately he re-signed with the Bucks and gave us a fair bit of time to rethink although we didn't really end up breaking the bank anyway though um, so yeah we start with the draft really um, I think even you guys because I was going to join your um, draft <laughs> night and I'm kind of glad I didn't care because I think yeah. even you guys thought that we were going to select Jalen Suggs with our fourth pick. And I was convinced. I was so convinced oh, really? I started following him on Twitter. Uh, he even followed me back. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. I was, I was shocked. I was like, the other week, I was like, I can't believe yeah. this sent him a screenshot. I didn't even realize at the time until afterwards. Um, yeah. Uh, it made a lot of sense to pick him as. Um, with Kyle Lowry um, becoming the end of his career at the Raptors. Uh, instead, we threw a complete curveball and ended up with Scotty Barnes from Florida State. So, turns out um, his workout impressed the Raptors highly, whereas Suggs failed to impress. But I do wonder, perhaps, whether he fancied not playing in Canada, potentially, and maybe he did that on purpose. Kind of struggled to think like a player of his caliber would not impress a, a workout but hey but yes Barnes looks impressive um he's won over the fans in Toronto uh he's got seven foot three wingspan uh and a great defender um and he also likes to play point guard which could be interesting as well so um you know certainly it'll be kind of good to look forward to October 29th when we play you guys and have Jalen go and Smith against You've already got it masked in the calendar, haven't you? Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it'd be good. We could should have a watch party. We should. Um, we should. Yeah, so I'm sad we lost Kyle, but we I'm glad we managed to sign re sign Gary Trent Jr. and Ken as well. I was kinda of I don't know what great you guys team player. Ken Birch, but um you know I chat to my mate uh, Chris Page. Shout out to Chris Page if he's watching. I know he does. He he was he said that he was pretty good acquisition for us. Uh, I think 
yeah, we, we need rim protection at the moment. We didn't have that, and that was something we have there. Um, and we've also got Precious Satua as well from Miami as part of the car deal, which is good. I'm unsure how Goran Dragic's going to do. Um, I hope they may have traded him off, to be honest. Um, and he seemed to want to join the Mavericks with Luca. Um, but it seems like we're Raptors are now going to give him a chance. So he certainly didn't have the best of starts by saying <laughs> that he had higher ambitions in joining the Raptors, uh, which rattled a lot of us fans. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but apparently he's he, he's since apologised and put down for misinterpretation. I think he's pulling the language card on it, but mm, unsure. He's probably I'm still sure. wearing heat gear, mate. But yeah, I've seen a few of his Instagram posts, well, and he's yeah, still wearing heat gear. So yeah, I did see that. Yes, but I did see a tweet from the Raptors the other day that they gave him a, a load <laughs> of um, Raptors merch. So maybe they're trying to like say, "Look, wear this, please." Yeah, you know. Uh, but most importantly, I'm glad that we um, signed Masai Ujiri uh, to a new deal. Um, he's made it clear that he wants to rebuild around Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, and OG and Anobi. And, you know, I kind of thought it might have made a bit of sense to trade um, Siakam, to be honest, providing the deal was right. I know a lot of Raptors fans think against that, but I, I kind of think he's reached his, his limit there. Um, I don't think he's going to be a... a a full-on franchise player. I think he's, you know, more of a Robin to a Batman sort of thing. We need to find that Batman. Don't we all? You passed on on um, Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, you know, some good stuff <laughs> to look forward to. But um, yeah, I I would say the the Carl Lowry loss that's hit me a bit there. So I'm optimistic going forward. Um, yeah. So. Um, Messiah recently stated that um, we're not a team of now and that, that they are going to be growing pains. And I think that he's nailed it there, to be honest. Um, we're certainly going to be looking at build, rebuilding around um, new players, around Fred Van Vliet, uh, Spicer T and OG leading the way. Um, but the team will also have the added bonus of being able to play in Toronto again, which will pick them up a lot. Um, it'll be good for those new players to, to be around there as well. I think the strengths we're going to have are we're going to have a lot of versatile big men um, in Siakam, uh, Ken Birch, um, Precious, even OG. He likes to play a four or five at times and is unbelievable at, on both ends of the court. So we've also got um, lots of ball handlers now. Um, whilst we may have lost Lowry, we have an all-star caliber point guard in Fred Van Vliet and uh, upcoming talent in Malachi Flynn who's impressed in the off-season as well. So, Dragic, yeah, he, he's also clearly a still a good player and hopefully provides some experience and leadership because um, we'll need that with Kyle gone. Um, but we we got Scotty Barnes, who's confident ball handler. He's a forward, maybe, but you know, he, he's happy to um, to handle the ball as well. So, we could have some interesting lineups. Um, and, you know, we may have hit the gold mine and finding a fantastic two-way player. So if you've got OG and him as well, you know, could be really good. Um, defence, really. I think we've got to be pretty damn good on defence. Um, Nick Nurse has always been defence-first-minded. And Fred Van Vliet is one of the best defensive point guards in the game, in my opinion. And OG's fantastic on... Yeah, you do it, yeah. I think he's fantastic on both ends of the court and 
you know, OG's drawn comparisons to Kawhi Leonard in, in the past and Siakam, you can't, you know, his defensive ability is underrated. So I think, you know, we'll finally have that rim protection this year. Um, you know, uh, Chris Boucher as well, absolutely fantastic player. For He's so skinny, but he is so strong. Um, so, you know, I'm interested to see what we get from him as well as um, our draft picks and Scotty, as I mentioned earlier. And we've got a guy called Delano Banton, who's also been praised for his defensive mentality. So um, in terms of finish, I think, you know, I think we will qualify for the playoffs. It'll be tough, but I think we will have an early exit. It's going to take a good couple of years until we're up there again, to be honest. Yeah, I think um, speaking to your good friend and ours, Mr. Chris Page, and uh, he's going to be delighted that if you go out in the first round, it just means that you'll be able to enjoy yeah. the Butlin's adult weekender and not be going back to your chalet to watch the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> did he tell you about that? He did, he did. That was he the did. finals. The finals were on there. Do you want like, to tell us a story? thinking about not going. Go on, tell us the story, Don't? mate. Tell us the story. What, the story? Oh, yeah. What story is that? <laughs> Are you going home to watch the Raptors instead of staying out with the boys? I, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> I think it was, it was, um, I think it was our second night. It was like a three-day weekend. It was like a, a 90s weekend. It got to the point of the night and I was watching the play and I was like, I was coming up to it. It's like, come on. I think, I don't know what game it was, but I think there was a chance we could have won it at that game. I don't know. But I was... Yeah, I, I was half cut and I was like, <laughs> went back to my chalet, got my phone out, watching the Raptors game. Um, yeah, that's that's commitment for you there. I missed out on valuable party time there. And yeah, I don't, I think it was a loss. I think that night we lost, but I, I managed to enjoy the, the actual win back home here in Plymouth. But, yeah. But yeah well, you'll get, you get three stick, nights this time. year. Next year now you'll get three nights. So you'll be all right. And Chris will yeah. be happy. Unless we're there in the final. Actually, Chris <laughs> will totally tell you, there was just some guy there and he was absolutely winding me up the whole weekend. <laughs> you know, when you're drunk, you get a little bit, you exaggerate a little bit more. But he was walking around literally the whole weekend in a Warriors jersey. And yeah, it was almost as if he, you know, Chris had paid him to wind me up for the whole weekend by walking around with um, so I was going to ask you about your thoughts on passing on Jalen Suggs, obviously, and um, taking Scotty Barnes. You've obviously touched upon that already, but do you think the Raptors have missed a trick in that, you know, Kyle Lowry's now out the door, Jalen Suggs would have been, uh, you know, a very uh, good prospect to fill his boots um, or his shorts? I think there's got to be method in the, in the madness there, really. And there's one thing that... Raptors fans say is a trust in Messiah, in Messiah we trust, you know, it, and that is completely, he's got it right so many times before. If you think the, the Kawhi Leonard trade for DeRozan, we traded away our franchise player on a, a loan as such, you know, a one-year rental and it paid off. And for that, we got to, we got to trust him really. Um, I could see it. We, you know, we have a lot of depth in the point guard position. So Malachi Flynn, if he comes good, you know, we got Fred and we got him as well. We've, like I said, we've got versatile players that can play the point as well. So we can mix up our lineups there. So um, I think, you know, I think it'd be interesting and seeing him um, thus far, 
Scotty Barnes looks like. You know, he could be a Rookie of the Year candidate, potentially. And you never know what can happen, do you? No. No. You've got to be in the right situation at the right time, haven't you? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it could be, you know, with the Raptors um, rebuilding, yeah. him taking the league could do wonders. So, Matt, 538, the website 538, has the Raptors going 34 and 48 as a prediction for the season. Do you agree with that? Or do you think people are sleeping on the Raptors a little bit? Obviously, playing back in Toronto is going to is going to play a part this season. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, yeah, about this. I was thinking maybe forty thirty two, but that I I am overly biased when it comes to the Raptors, and so I am well, you know, aware of the fact that I might be you know, exaggerating a little bit there. So, I, you know, I think that could potentially be fair. Uh, did you say it would make the playoffs? Uh, it, I think it had you just on the outside. Yeah, with 34. Yeah. Might not I, be enough. I, I, yeah, I think we will make the playoffs. But again, again, that could be me being biased. You know, I've, I've, I'm fully aware. And I think Rich Barrett said it before, you know, that I'm totally, you know, every year when it came to the, you know who? Who? What's your predictions? Oh, Raptors <laughs> win! Raptors win! And, you know, I think it was just so happens that that one time that I did it, it was right. But I had said that for like the previous five years, but it just wasn't actually videoed. <laughs> so I, I think he's going to be definitely up there because um, one thing he he um, impressed Kyle Lowry a lot. Kyle Lowry made it one of his. Um, I think he, he said he made it his mission that that season to make sure that he got paid in the off season. Uh, and he, and he did. So um, I would say they, they've obviously recognized something in him there. And, you know, from what I've seen of him, it wasn't that many games. Um, I think he did really well. It's just that he joined the team when we were in tank mode, you know, so I'm, I'm interested to see is that really what we go there. And like I said, we can rotate though. We've done it before when we had uh, Gasol and Abaka, we'd mix around the lineups with our bigs. We could do that again. Um, you know, play small ball, and we can play a big lineup as well. Um, we got the versatility in the, in that to certainly do that. So yeah, I'm interested to see, and yeah, glad to have, to see him resign. So before we leave, before we move off, um, just going to finish off a uh, little update about the website. Um, to tie in with these pods, we've uh, been doing and with what we've got coming up. Uh, all three Eastern Conference divisional previews are now live on the website um you can find them at orlandomagicuk.com uh in the news section i nearly struggled over that um if you haven't yet watched or listened to part one of the eastern conference preview podcast check out monday's episode with matt matt from uh, uk net fans and sean from uk books uh, all of the episodes are available on apple google spotify youtube and any other platform podcast platforms i'm having an absolute nightmare with this would be worse tonight honestly oh mate i tell you i'm really not doing well but anyway guys uh as always thank you for joining me it's been an absolute pleasure um thank you to everybody for watching and listening uh please subscribe to the podcast and hit the notification button so as you don't miss any future episodes uh you can find all the links in the podcast description and also uh 
on our website, as we say, orlandomagicuk.com. Leave us your comments and questions. We love hearing from you all. Uh, and if you aren't already doing so, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. All are Orlando Magic UK. Uh, so from Mikey, Grant and myself, until next time, go magic. <laughs>